Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Keys 107 on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host tonight. Sit back and get ready. We got a hot show for you. The healthy tip of the day is up next. When you feel tense and out of control, take 15 to 20 minutes and just sit in silence. Meditation can help on everything from getting over a stressful day to shaking off anxiety. It makes you more productive, improves moods, reduces depression, combats hot flashes, and improves blood flow and breathing, and it relaxes your nervous system. Remember to consult your doctor when necessary. That's your healthy tip for today. You're listening to The Keys on Blog Talk Radio. Today we begin our Get Your Life Together series as we open doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness. Today's guest, Sister Masana James Brightful, who is the founder and visionary director of Heal Woman to Heal Nation Incorporated, part of the cure, joins us to talk about ways we can realize our dreams with her 30 days to your best life plan. She's got about seven steps to help us get started on the right path. Masana is no stranger to the Keys 107. She and her, she and her partner, Monica Vance, stopped by to talk about their annual part of the cure conference, two days of impactful empowerment workshops. We'll talk a little bit about that later in the show. Well, I'm your host, Rafika, and my co-host, Brother James, is here on the board doing the engineer thing, and I know he's going to step in, and as you know, I always say, <laughs> when Brother James is in the house, they expect something wonderful to happen. So I've got my pen and paper, and I'm ready to take notes and explore the mental, the spiritual, and emotional keys in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness. We're going to take a brief break, and we come back, Moisana. Is going to get us started. This is going to give you a few minutes to get your pens and your paper ready and dial our number, area code 213-943-3618. That's 213-943-3618. Call us. Join the conversation. You can also join us in the chat room. Type your questions in, and I'll be happy to relay them to a more sign-up, James Brightful. I'm your host, Mr. Rafika. We'll be right back. of the key was brought to us by moon107.com moon107 fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you moon107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop the woman's shop features stylish tunics suits and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else the men's shop offers classy French cuffed shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, 
hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit moon107.com. M-A-U-N 107. This portion of the keys was brought to you by Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC. For the best consultants and services around, make sure you find us on the web, RCS, LLC. Unlocking the doors to unlimited possibilities. That's 213-943-3618. Mothana's here. Brother James is here. My newest um, member to the Keys family, Sadat, is here. And I want to give him a special thank you and let you, my listening audience, know that Sadat had his debut today as a young broadcaster. He presented us today with the healthy tip of the day. I am over the moon. I am so proud of him. Also, I want to give a special thank you to South African jazz musician Ernie J. Smith for giving us permission to play his song, Odette's Song. Um, that's what you're listening to, the, the music under our announcements um, before we get started. And I just want to give uh, Ernie J. Smith a special Keys 107 Network welcome. He's in, he's in New Orleans, arriving from South Africa a couple of days ago. He's performing as the opening act. Before the play, Africa Umoja, the spirit of togetherness that's debuting today in New Orleans and getting ready to embark on a five-city tour. 
So we've got a lot of excitement, a lot of things happening today. And uh, my guest, I'm just so overwhelmed that she's got a moment of her busy schedule to sit and talk with us here at the Keys and offer us some tips. Our theme for the month of July is Get Your Life Together. And we came about that theme one day. I was on um, Facebook, and uh, Sister Mathana was on Facebook, too. And she made this comment about, um, you know, she had so much stuff on her mind. And it was like, well, how do I get all this stuff together? And then she says, well, one strategy that she uses is that she she makes a list, and then she begins to prioritize that list. And I was, I was like, blown away. What a strategy. Well, let me not talk too much because um, – Mathana is here, and she can tell you better than I can. That's why she's here. I'm her student today. Sister Mathana, welcome. Welcome to the Keys 107 Network. Oh, thank you so much. That was a beautiful introduction, and I am honored <laughs> to be here with your listeners once again. I'm humbled and I'm honored. That's right, because um, this is a, a second time around for you because you came in with your partner to talk about that conference part of the cure, and I know I'm going to have you back when around that time. I know you, you set the dates already for April. Is that correct? That is correct. Good. So, so you um, know, have our... go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just saying that we do have our dates, um, and any of your listeners who really, truly want to See and live in more than possibility, but in actualization, we have the dates of April 11th through the 13th for our 11th annual conference. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I want to go into that conference so just before we get ready to close out today so you can give everybody a full understanding of the impact and, and the empowerment that one receives from being a part of that. I had the pleasure, um, and that's how I met you, um, vending at your um your conference a couple of years ago, and I was just so motivated and so moved by it, the organization, the professionalism, and just the downright beauty of it all. It was just great to see so many women getting together for a positive cause. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you. And, uh, and that year I was sporting some wear, wasn't I? <laughs> That's right. I walked in there and you had on a Moon 107 top. I was like, you look at you and you worked it. You had the tan pants on. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fashion's a gift that bring did. out the best in you. <laughs> I was so excited. And it was actually given to me as a gift. And my sister told me um, about it and that she was sending me something. And... Oh, my goodness, it was so awesome. So I am, I'm on, again, just excited because all of our relationships come full circle, they evolve, yes. and I'm ready. Yes, and I, and you know what? I was just getting ready to comment on that because it was Sister Tooley um, who introduced us. She called me up. She had purchased a couple of blouses, and she had called me up, and she says, you know, my friend has given this um, conference. You have to be a part of it. And I know I got there at the last minute was lucky to get a space. Um, we'll be there this year, and just to let you know and Monikia know that um, we're going to be debuting our children's book, The Fluffs Present the Alphabet, at your conference next year. It is an, a journey to learning your ABCs. Oh, how exciting. Okay. See, we just have so much work to do that I am always rewarded by just being obedient. Just all of yeah. this beautiful conversation coming from a simple Facebook update where I was talking <laughs> really to myself and anyone else who was listening. <laughs> well, you know, we get the opportunity to peek into your life in Facebook. <laughs> oh, yes. 
yes. So let's um let's get right into it. Um, the first thing that I wanted to uh, look at, I know you're going to present us with seven strategies with, uh, in alignment with the seven keys, but um, I wanted to talk about that organization technique that you have. You talked about the thirty, sixty, ninety um, goals, and um, the daily tasks, short list and long list. Yes, 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 yes. And actually, Kim, before I even jump all the way into that, I was really, because if any of your listeners don't know this, you all listen. She, Sister Rafika, puts us through the ringer before she puts us on air with you all. She loves and cares for you so much and values the information she has the blessing to bring forward to you. She makes sure that we've got stuff to give you. And as we talked last, well, last week, I believe, um, just digging into what this topic was going to be about, I left our conversation, and I really was like, well, why does it even matter that my to-do list, so to speak, needs to be such so that it gets accomplished? What does that really have to do with the greater scheme of things? And as I was thinking about that, something struck me, and I wanted to be able to share that with your with your listeners with your permission. Absolutely. Go forward. Oh, wonderful. And because it also kicked in with that very first key, Right. So out of the seven keys, we're talking about this this key of spirituality. And when I think about also spirituality, I'm not just thinking about practice of religion, so to speak. I'm talking about higher purpose and calling, that Mm. all of us are in the world and we have an assignment. And the goal throughout our lives is to learn to live in assignment, to actualize our assignment. What does that have to do with your daily to-do list? Understanding your bigger why in the world makes everything you do fall into line. And that connection with all of the keys, talking about how it then affects your finances, how you think and show up in the world, how you take care of yourself, the emotional and physical keys. So that, and I'm, I'm going to go that deep into a simple to-do list, right, that it connects to your higher purpose in the world, that every action you do on a daily, monthly, yearly basis has to add up to your divine assignment. Mm. And so when you understand that there's a connection between that, literally from dusting your living room to how you change your life, it becomes a powerful way of understanding why it's so important. So I wanted to share that. And so I'm challenging all of the listeners that when you think about creating your to-do list and, and pulling it out and connecting it, it's all about connecting to those higher goals in your life. So I was talking about living life in 4G, and one of the Gs is understanding your gifts so you can set your goals. A task list is simply a daily set of goals. And we can get bigger and bigger and bigger lists, but really it's about a series of goals, and your goals should really tie into your purpose for being in the world and how you serve on a bigger platform. So with that being said, um, Part of what I'm going to encourage our listeners to do today is to really think about how your life shows up in your day-to-day. And the only way we'll understand that is when we look at, as you were mentioning, those longer-term goals. If I'm saying 30-day, 60-day goals, how do I even get to that? And then how does that that come down into my daily goals, right, into my task list, so to speak? And one of the biggest things here, and if any of your listeners um, have a pen and piece of paper, or if you don't have it, I want you to grab it right now. This is all, I'm a teacher and trainer at heart. Yes, <laughs> So I bring yes. that to every conversation. Yes. So grab a pen and piece of paper, and I want you to draw 
a line down the middle of the paper vertically and a line across the middle of the paper horizontally. And when you do that, you'll get four boxes on your paper, regardless of the size of your paper. So draw a line down your paper vertically and a line down the middle of your paper horizontally. And it makes a big T, a big cross across your paper and gives you four boxes. Well, in your first box, I want you to write the word relationship. In the third box. In the first box. In the third box. If you put it in the third box, it's fine. It doesn't mess anything up. Mm -hmm. And then in your next box, in your second box, I want you to write the word finance. In your third box, I want you to write the word spirit. Or spirituality, you can say spirituality or faith, spirit, whatever resonates most with you. And in the fourth box, I want you to write the word health. And this is all how we tie all the four, all the seven keys in. We're going to start with these four areas, and you're going to see how many of the other keys fly right into here. So we already we're talking about our spiritual key. We're talking about our, our health key, which is physical and mental health. We're also talking about our finance key, and we're talking about our relationship key, which is really a social key in how we engage with others and have and develop kindness and love in our lives. So it's not just a romantic relationship; it's also a relationship you have with people in your lives that are important to you. So why am I saying? Why am I telling you to do this? As you write, the reason why I'm telling you to, or I'm encouraging you to concentrate and look at these things in these particular areas, because if you think about it, these are the four main areas in our lives that affect what we do on a daily basis, a monthly basis, a yearly basis, and really should connect to our higher purpose and reason for being, these four areas. So as we get into setting those 30-day, 60-day, 90-day goals, I really want us to kind of look at, well, what areas am I going to set those goals in? So now that you have your four areas, let's take a look at relationships. In your relationship area, I want you to rate the relationships in your life. Are they phenomenal, unbelievably amazing? I want you to give them a five. If they need so much work that you're like, what relationship? Put a one. And, of course, a three is in the middle. So rate the relationships in your life. And I'm talking about relationships with coworkers, with staff or employees, Relationships in family, romantic relationships with your partner or your spouse. These are the relationships we're looking here. And just write a number. Don't take up the whole box because you need space in your box. Just write a small number, one that you can see, one that you can own. That's relationship. Our next box, we're going to move to finance. And I often like to think of these as the four areas of your heart because all these pieces and all these areas resonate in that space. So in the finance area, this is finance if any of our listeners may not be working because they're um, school age and so maybe they're involved in school, that goes here as well. Education, finance goes in this area. You're going to rate the finance area the same way, between one and five. So, of course, this is how you're spending the money you do have, how you're acquiring additional wealth. This is about the work that you're doing to push yourself forward to acquire wealth for self and family. This is about your business. If you own your own business, how are you doing in your business? Do you need additional support? 
Is everything going really well? So you want to go ahead and rate that area. The next area we're going to move to, the next part of our heart is that spirit, spirituality, state. I'm a belief that you have to have an understanding that there is something greater in the world. And there's, you've got to make that connection because it gives us the drive for purpose. So life in 4G is about moving at the speed of greatness, right? And it talks about that the 4Gs are God, gifts, goals, and greatness. And so when we're talking about moving the speed of greatness, that first G is God. That's your spirituality. That's your highness. That's moving in high-mindedness so that your connection with other people is not simple, it's not surface level, that it rises into a higher level of thinking and being. Where are you in your own spiritual connection, in your faith, in your life? And then our last quadrant, our last area is the health area. This isn't just about losing weight or gaining weight. People usually chuckle when I say gaining weight, but I do mean that because I know people who are less than 100 pounds, like I would love to gain 5 pounds or 10 pounds. But this isn't just about physical weight. I know, right? So this isn't just about physical weight. This is also about the endurance of your life, your physical health. It's about mm-hmm. what you're eating, your nutrition. It's about the way you breathe. Long breaths give us a long life. So it's, just, it's even about the way we breathe. You see how all of these areas begin to connect, Right? So your health area, where are you between one and five? Now, I want to pause from the cause. So I know, Sister Rafiki, you probably have a question that you want to throw at me right now. No, <laughs> so I'm, I'm good. Pause. I am. My pen okay. is going. You don't have to pause. <laughs> you don't have to pause. All right. So if you're finding yourself stalling in any of these areas or you try giving yourself all five, that doesn't exist in the world. One of my coaches is the first time I did this activity is with one of my coaches, um, Allison Bird and Lisa Nichols, the two of them. We did this exercise together. And I often, I do this exercise very often. Um, I do it every time I create a vision board, every time I set long-term goals and short-term goals for myself, I'm doing this exercise. But she says if you're writing all five in every area, then you just got so much going on, you are, you are like God or something. You are just there. You don't have any worries. Everybody has an area to work on. Mm-hmm. If you give yourself all one, then you're not celebrating your life. You're not recognizing where you're thriving in the world. Each of us has an area where we thrive. And celebrating our wins allows us to know that we can move forward. And even with your daily task list, I'm going to remind you of this. So if you're taking notes, write down somewhere. Celebrate my wins because we're going to come back to that when I give you your seven, uh, your seven keys and your seven areas for really maximizing your to-do list on a daily, monthly, on a daily and monthly level. So now we're looking at all these areas, and you shouldn't have all three either. You shouldn't be right in the middle. This is about your personal integrity and your personal way of being authentic. So be authentic. Nobody has to see this but you. I'm not there with you. All right? I'm challenging you to live in authenticity, to live in your integrity. So now that you have these four main areas, they should be tying into your gifts and your goals in life. So, for example, we're talking about life in 4G. We talked about making that connection to spirituality. 
how that looks for you, setting goals in your spiritual corner. When I set goals in my spirit, one of the goals I set in my spiritual corner uh, within the last year that I did, this is one of my goals back in December of, this, of last year, one of my spiritual goals was to pass all of my classes. In my spiritual community, I'm engaged in a regular women's class. I really want to fortify who I am as a woman in the world. And so I wanted to pass all my classes because I've been where I, you know, may not pass a class for two. And so it became a moment or a principle of integrity for me to pass my classes. And people were thinking it was strange for me to put that in my spiritual area, but those classes were connected very much so to my spirituality, to my faith and my belief in God and how I live to be the God that, to be the woman that God wants me to be in the world. So whatever your spirituality is, if you're going to Bible study, if you are studying the Quran and you're in an Arabic class, what is your spiritual connection? Is it practicing yoga? Does that bring you closer to God? You want to write goals in that area. This is about living your life at the greatest possible level. And it gets deeper than just writing down, oh, I got to go to the grocery store and buy food. When you understand that going to the grocery store and buying food, you buy the best food, it ties into your physical and spiritual health and your mental health so that you have the energy and the longevity to accomplish the assignment that God gave you to do. It's no longer just going to the grocery store. So I want you to stay with me on this. So we're talking about living life in 4G and living your greatest potential. So the first G is God, so that's your spirituality. So take a few minutes and really jot down notes in that spiritual section, right, in that spiritual area of your heart. What goals do you have? What do you want to see accomplished in your spiritual house, in the spiritual chamber of your heart? As you get ready to move into the next piece, I'm going to go into the next G of living life in 4G. And that G talks about your gift. I am of the belief that there's a difference between your gift and your talent. Your talent is a series of skills that you learned in order to fortify your gift or to hide behind your gift. So your talent, for I'll give you an example. One of my talents is I know how to crochet. Mm-hmm. That thing with the needle and the hook and the yarn and the yeah, so that's a talent that I had. It's something I learned to do at 12 years old at my mama's knee, literally, and I still do. You know, five years later because I'm only 17. I'm joking. So something that I still do today that allows me to relax. That's a talent. I have a talent for being able to write and edit ways to communicate myself. That's a talent. That's not my gift. See, your gift goes so much deeper than your talent. Your gift is innate. Your gift was given to you by the first gene in your life. That's your God. And moving in this direction allows us to tap all the way into our God principle, into our faith, into our spirituality, and develop out our gifts. So our gifts are able to allow us to prosper. If you're doing good things in the world, you should be living greatly. You should be prosperous. You should be abundant because God promised us that. And so if we're relying on the gifts that he deposited in us, then you're going to live in abundance. So that's going to move us into our finance, our heart area, our finance house. So now I want you to look at your finance house. Where do you want to go there? What do you want to do in that area of your life? Is it start a business? 
is it get your financial home in order so that you have a spending plan that doesn't run you but you run it? What does that financial house look like for you? I want you to go ahead and write down your notes and write down your thoughts in that area so that you are able to reflect on it and see how you're living in integrity in that area. So we're talking about life in 4G. We're talking about digging in deep. We know that our first Jews are God, our second Jews are gifts. So with these gifts, we're setting goals. See, if your goals are tied to your gifts, which comes from your God, how can you not be in integrity and in alignment with what you need to do in the world? What are your big, audacious, scary goals? Mm. What is that? Well, I wanna I wanna take a moment to and stress the importance of honesty in making this list. Like you said, you're there alone, no one's with you. And be honest with yourself. You know, when you start when you started talking about the um the financial goals and or we should say the financial part the education, the wealth, and the business, and putting the number by those, and you, and you said you need to be in the middle. You certainly can't put a five because that means you don't need no help, and we know the biggest room for improvement. The biggest room in the house is the room for improvement, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is entirely imperative because if we can't be honest with ourselves, we're going to lie to other people. And we want to understand how that shows up and how you set goals in every other area of your life. So you've worked on the spirit area. You've worked on the finance area. Now I want us to jump into our health. Now you're looking at the health area, the health house. What is in alignment with your health? Remember, this isn't just about how much weight you want to lose. This this, This isn't that. This is what is the integrity of your health. Is it that you want to be able to walk up a flight of um, of stairs? Do you want to make it all the way to the 14th floor of the, on, by going up the stairs? Is it that you want to make sure you have a long life and you live to be 100? Is it that you want to be able to play and enjoy the children in your life? Because, you know, children have a lot of energy. And so we want to be able to run, we want to play with them. Is it that you want to increase your physical physical activity because maybe you're an athlete or you were an athlete and you've kind of fallen away from that? Now, what about your mental health? How do you view yourself and how do you feel? What kind of conversation do you have with yourself? What conversations do you say to yourself when no one else is around or listening? Is it positive? Is it negative? Is there an area in your life where you don't feel fulfilled and so your mental health is always stressed out and you're living in dis-ease, which will manifest itself physically, right? What are your goals for your health and well-being? And we'll also jump right into relationships. You may not finish all of this right now. I'm going to encourage you that you finish this exercise at some point. So we do have a lot of information to get to, but I wanted and I I felt compelled and guided to ground you in this area first 
and in this concept and thinking before we get to our just day-to-day to-do list. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know, bef- before I forget, I want to share um, with you, I'm doing a 30-day program with um, Pastor DeForest Stories, and he is my cousin, but he has this amazing 30-day plan. And for day nine, which, of course, passed already, but it resonated with me in thinking about you, one of the quotes he says is this, it's very simple, because we know we have people who have goals in their head. And he says, number one, people with goals achieve more than people without goals. And number two, people with written goals achieve more than those with unwritten goals. So the first challenge is to write your goals as if you have not done so already. And if you have written goals, it's time to determine whether or not they're in the proper position. These actions alone place you at the top 6 to 10% of the people in the world. And you came and you, you, you hit it right here, made us have a visual board, dividing it into four parts. And I know if, if Brother James was on with us, he'd go into the number four and explain the significance of it. But the relationships, the finance, the spirituality, and the health, um, Sister Mathina, those tie in so tightly into where we are with life. Absolutely, absolutely, and I'm so 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 glad that you're offering that you're doing it, and I hope you're offering it to your listeners as well because that becomes such a huge part that when we see things written down, it gives us the perspective and the clarity, and clarity is king. Yeah, it gives us the opportunity to really see what's going on, because now I face it. So absolutely. And also, um, I remember him speaking about, um, and, and this might be in the thirty-day plan too. But he also spoke about um, claiming it, saying it, and and doing it with people, and claiming it. So the mere fact that you and I are here on the Keys 107 network and we're sharing this with the listening audience and we're saying, come with us, join us, and, and let's let's do this together. Let's look at 30 days. It could Any 30 days, you could start in the middle of the month. It doesn't matter when you start. Just take a 30-day period and begin with these four areas, the relationships, the finance, the spirituality, and the health. I'm so excited. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to the next level. <laughs> Yes, and that was so important to say, right? Because knowing that I, my one of my favorite things to say is you don't have to wait till January to start a new year. That's right. And you don't you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait till the calendar turns to say, oh, I'm going to do something different. That every single day begins a new year. Every single day begins a new set of thirty days. We don't know how much long we how much longer we have. So why not live now? Too many of us only move to. The G that starts with, that is for grave. We move towards our grave without doing or living or being in any other place because we may be too scared, too afraid, Mm. too many excuses to live in our brilliance, our genius, and our abundance. And Mm. so as we talk about moving in that way, it's like, why am I waiting? Do it right now. Do it right now. So you're working on your relationship area. And, of course, this is relationship, romantic relationship with your partner. What relationships did you set with your partner? I'll be in full integrity and say with you all, one of my first goals in my relationship area 
was to say, I want to take a honeymoon vacation trip with my husband that neither one of us works. That was one of my very first goals the first time I did this exercise. We'd been married seven years, and we never mm. did a honeymoon, never did a vacation where neither one of us was working. Crazy, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh. So that was one of my goals, and we did. I did it to accomplish that. We had an amazing seven-day vacation to the Bahamas, to Florida. We just really enjoyed ourselves, and it was absolutely amazing. Absolutely. And you didn't work. And we did no work whatsoever. <laughs> I didn't even talk about work on the phone. Anybody, no, no work. So really do and really take amazing steps in this area. So your partnerships, your relationship with children around you, right, siblings, what do those relationships look like in your work environment, whether you're the boss, the CEO, whether you're a solo entrepreneur, because sometimes the relationship we have with our work, <laughs> that relationship is more intimate. You spend more time in that relationship than any other one. Right? That's right. So That's we're right. looking at how we do that. How do we spend and value relationship? What are your goals in the relationships in your life? So as we talk about really understanding life in 4G, moving at the speed of greatness, that's our fourth G. When you are operating and understanding that all four of these areas are extremely important in your life, when you tie in that your to-do list isn't just a to-do list, it's a divine list that Mm. gets done your divine assignment in the world. When you connect it to that bigger understanding, that bigger concept, then you're able to live and understand and set goals in a way that keep you in integrity with that. So Life in 4G is God's goals, gifts, and greatness. Move at the speed of greatness. We have some bonus Gs. We'll talk about them at another time if we get a chance to do so. I won't dive too deep into them, but just understanding that this is about living at a higher calling in your life. So now I really want to kind of get into those seven principles about how to set your goals and your task list. You know what? Um, I think this – would be a good time for us to break for a commercial so that we don't ruin the flow of where you're going. So just hold that thought. This is a natural segue. We're going to go into a commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to go right into those seven keys. We'll be right back. Call-in number is 213-943-3618, 213-943-3618. And those of you that are sort of hovering around, the internet, you know you want to call in and join the conversation, and we want to hear from you. So call in. This is MYBY, and you are tuned into the Keys 107 Network on Blog Talk Radio, opening doors to endless possibilities.
portion of the key was brought to us by Moon107.com. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The women's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cuffed shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit moon107.com. got your pen in your paper after all of that. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go. We're ready. All right. So now we're diving into understanding more about how it is to set those goals on a weekly, a monthly, a uh, yearly basis, and, of course, a daily basis. So the first part um, in this seven-step process is what I call the brain dump. You can make up a prettier name for it if you want to, but I call it the brain, the brain dump. So the brain dump, what that basically means is you literally say, okay, I am going crazy. This really works for people who are, I'm crazy, I'm overwhelmed, I don't even know where to begin. Hmm. Write down literally everything running through your mind, everything, whatever it may be. You know, is it around a particular, this also works great for being around a particular project and not necessarily, um, you know, your errands, for example. This works great for projects. So do a brain dump. Really write down everything that's in your mind right now that you want to be able to do. Some of that we actually brought you through by doing that exercise, and we already had you categorize it in in four different um, houses, in four different areas, relationship, finance, spirituality, and health. So do that brain dump. Dump it all out. Write it all down. Once you brain dump it, step two is to sort it. Pretty simple, right? So, again, we got you started by having you dig deeper into your four areas. So, for example, very often um, when I'm working on a project or I've got so many things to do, I have things to do in my household, you know, like the other day I had dinner coming up. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's already 6 o'clock. I haven't left the office yet. I need to get dinner going. Then I have a meeting that starts at 8 that's going to take me an hour. You know, So I brain dumped everything that still needed to get done in order to get through that, run my meeting for my business, and still pop home after a full day of a, like a 9 to 5. So once I brain dumped all of that, 
I had things on my list like um, buy an onion for soup, which meant I was going to have to add an additional trip, right, in my day. So then I said to myself, okay, how can I eliminate this, right? How can I sort through this and eliminate this aspect? And I could easily have eliminated it by doing something different for my menu, where I didn't necessarily need that onion or whatever it was that was on my list. So I completely eliminated that trip to the store. I did something different for my um, for my dinner plan that night based on what I already had at home that would still be nutritious, that could still feed out my family, and I was able to do it in the time that would be necessary so I can get to the next item on my list without feeling out of integrity. So let me show you why this becomes important with the exercise you spent the first um, several minutes focusing on. Health is extremely important to being well. In full integrity, again, y'all realize I talk about myself because I know it best, and I'm giving you authentic examples. I was in a planning meeting one day with about six or seven people staring at me. And I'm running the meeting. I wasn't practicing self-care. And in the middle of me talking, my lips start to bleed. I'm really sharing this as an example of how self-care, proper nutrition, allows us to operate in our genius in the world, right, in your divine assignment. My lips start bleeding. So, yes, I'm embarrassed because people are looking at me and they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my lip is bleeding. Who does that? (laughs) Right? So now I've got to excuse myself. I've got to take care of that. I have to easily transition this conversation that I'm in the middle of addressing and request support from, you know, my team members that was there. And they did, of course. They jumped right in. They supported me. I stepped away. I took care of it, and I was able to come back. Had I just practiced proper self-care, right, throughout my day, how nutrition becomes so extremely important, proper hydration becomes important, all those pieces, because now I have to step away from my assignment, which is to help support this team that I'm training so that they can go out and do what their genius is in the world. I have to step away from that because I didn't practice proper self-care. This is when your trip to the grocery store is more than just a trip to the grocery store. So you want to brain dump it, you want to sort it. You want to look at what absolutely um, sort things by category, sort things by what needs to be done, and this moves into our third tip, which is prioritize. So as you sort by category, then you prioritize what needs to be done right now, what needs to be done within the next um, 90 minutes, and what can be moved to tomorrow. So that's why I brain dump and then I number. Okay, this is number one. It needs to be done in the next 30 minutes or the next 90 minutes. This this is at the next, on the next list because this can be done tomorrow. This is a big, hairy, audacious goal. I have to break this goal down into smaller steps and goals because this big, hairy goal, I really want this done in the next three months. And it requires a number of other steps. You want to prioritize. So, for example, let's say it was a big, hairy goal. I always share with any group that I work with and I talk to that you want to look at your year, which too many of us do. We set goals in January and we give ourselves a whole year to do it. Never works. So instead, chunk your year. There are four quarters in the year made up of roughly three months, which is roughly 90 days, okay? The four quarters in the year. Now, look at your goals 
your, even your big hairy ones, and say, can this be done in 90 days? Now, this is where you stretch yourself. Because for those of us that are, as one of my coaches say, sneaky rats, and, or like I like to say, you think you slick. So for those of us who think we slick, we're going to say, oh, no, this goal can't be done in 90 days. This is going to take a whole year. Mm, okay. So even if you think you're slick, you're a sneaky rat, and you say that takes a whole year, if it takes a whole year to do, there's something that you're going to have to do in the next 90 days to accomplish that year-long goal. So let's say my year-long goal to say is to let's use something simple like a weight loss plan. So my big, hairy goal is to lose 50 pounds, and I'm going to lose 50 pounds in a year. I'm giving myself a whole year to lose 50 pounds. Well, you're not going to be able to lose 50 pounds in 90 days for, for many people. Some people can, but let's just say you're not, you feel you aren't able to do that. So let's break that big, hairy goal down into smaller tasks. But before you hit that task, you want a milestone. Remember, at the beginning of the call, we had talked about Sister Rafika really remembering to celebrate your wins. See, when you take a big, hairy goal and you write a milestone for that goal, that's your win. That's something you're going to celebrate doing. Okay, so my goal is to lose 50 pounds. Well, one of my milestones could be my first 10-pound loss. I'm sure we can do that within the next three months. So that's a milestone. You celebrate that win. Yay, 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 yay. Win, 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 win. But to get to that 10-pound loss, I have other things I need to do. Maybe I'm joining a weight loss program. Maybe I am connecting and getting a partner in my journey. Perhaps I'm joining a class. There is some component, something, some task that needs to be done prior to your big, hairy goal, prior to even your milestone. So that's how you look at a 90-day. That's how you look at a 30-day. That's how you look at those big, longer-term goals and how you break them down into your day. So, for example, with that big goal, I'm breaking it down. So I'm saying to myself, within the next 90 days, I want to be able to lose 10 pounds. That's my 90-day goal. So my month goal this month might be to make sure I accomplish a – two- to three-pound weight loss, and I actually set my schedule up so that I am going to gym, to the gym or I'm going walking or I'm talking to somebody about my goals who's encouraging me to stick with it. How does that boil down to our daily? My fourth tip is reset. What does reset mean? That means really taking a look at, okay, how far have I come? How much further do I have to go? And once I understand that, then I can reprioritize. I can reset. That's number five. Number five is to reprioritize. Once you reset, reprioritize. Let's talk about what that looks like on a daily basis. So let's say I'll use my my to-do list for today. My to-do list had me breaking up time. So I set in my morning that I was going to work on this particular business for a 90-minute period. Then I was going to take a break, 
and then I'm going to work on this organization. Oh, that's going to take me probably another 90 minutes, but let me give myself another 20-minute window in here because this is content development. It's really going to take me a lot of time in my business to really work on that. And then by 12 o'clock, I've set my time because I take time out to, to reconnect with spiritually, so I'm taking time out to pray. And so by the time I'm rolling into 1 o'clock, all these things I'm supposed to do, how many of us have ever set that all up and then half that list didn't get done? And you're get, you get to the end of your day before you realize that half that list did not get accomplished, right? So when that happens, then we feel like we wasted a day, nothing got done. When we reset, so at 1 o'clock on my, like literally my daily schedule today, at 1 o'clock was my reset time. I looked at, okay, what did get done? Okay, this didn't get done for that 90-minute um, set. This didn't get done for that 90-minute set. But it's okay because I got five through six accomplished. I'm okay. These I can move to tomorrow. Or one of those things on my list, I moved it to next week. I'm like, what was I trying mm-hmm. to do this morning? <laughs> so now I you said that you, you, you schedule your reset time. Yes. My reset time is midday through my particular day. So if I'm up and running around by, you know, 536, then for me reset time is around 1 o'clock because mm-hmm. I, I base my reset on my work day. Like my early morning is my spiritual time. It's my reconnection time. It's my settle my mind and get in tune and in, 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 intentional about my day. So based on my business day, I reset at 1. So that if I want to leave work at 5 and 6, like my like my day job, if you will, um, and then I get myself a break for dinner and all that, and then I might do two to three hours on a different business in the evening. So, going now to how many times? Right. Wait before you go to go the ahead. next one. How many times a day do you reset? You know you better. So I work on probably one, two, three different businesses in a day. Some mm-hmm. days I take my time and I say, you know what, today I'm not going to be able to do anything in this with this particular business. I have to focus on these two. And so I reset based on that. So if something I'm doing is really tedious, like running reports or something like that, then I'll do a couple of resets in my day because those can be so tedious I get bogged down and then I want to distract myself and wander off. So you want to set your reset time based on what you know you need for your day. Some of us may need two to three days of reset because some of us have, you know, like 14 to 16-hour days when we work in the medical field, um, things like that. So you want to do different resets. And maybe your reset times are based on projects. So I reset myself and see what did I accomplish in my organization, my community work today. Then maybe I reset myself again at five and say, what did I accomplish in my personal life today? What still needs to be done? Okay. So I like that concept remember, of the reset, like a check-in. Yeah, you have to reset. Yeah. And remember, when you reset, you celebrate your wins. Mm-hmm. Reset time <laughs> is to celebrate your wins in addition to looking at what you can move around because then we feel like we didn't get anything done in our day. And it's like, no, I really did, but maybe I gave myself too much to do today, and really this can be done tomorrow or, like what I do to myself today, next week. <laughs> so yeah. brain dump it. Write it all down, whatever it is, random as it may seem, write it all down because it's floating around in your brain. Sort it, prioritize it, reset 
midway through your day, midway through your month, midway through your quarter. Remember, a quarter is made out of three months, and midway through your year. I always reset in June and July, before July comes in. So if I'm looking at my year, I did another. I did a new vision board for myself before July 1st of this year because there's so many. I did amazing things for my last vision board, for my goals list. Now I want to see where do I really want to go next. So make sure you reset. And now once you reset, of course, you then have to reprioritize. Mm-hmm. So five would be reprioritize. So now that I've reset, I've shifted things around. Does this really? Which ones are most important? Which do I have to reprioritize? Now, I just shared that I do three or four different businesses easily in a day, let alone a week. So the next one is extremely important for people like me that have a lot of things going on, people like me and people like you, Sister Rafika. You've got tons happening, right? Yikes. And so <laughs> number six is delegate. Oh. It's my favorite one because instead of spending your time away from your divine assignment by doing little minutia things that you really could allow someone else to do that will literally free up sometimes hours in our day, we have to delegate. So whether it's delegating to, um, or and by delegate, I don't mean you just have to say, you do this. No. You say to someone, like, for example, I'll say to Sister Rafika, Sister Rafika, I've got on my list that I really want to outline what my next online program is going to look like for some of my coaching clients but I'm finding myself stuck here, and it's been on my to-do list for three weeks now. Mm. I know that's your genius and your brilliance in the world. Will you support me by helping me figure out how to best accomplish this goal? What did I just do? I went to someone who is their genius, someone who really sticks in number seven tip, which is to get an accountability team or accountability partner, right? So I went to someone who could hold me accountable to that goal, I've taken it out. Uh, I've taken it out of my head space because it's still important to me. It still needs to get done, but I allowed somebody else who can do it in probably half the time, maybe a third of the time, to support me. Hmm. We have not because we ask not. Just Good ask point. the questions. Request the support. So Good ask something you have on your to-do list. We don't need to have it there. You know, I'll give you an example. How many of us know that young people? Teenagers in particular, or even younger, they're geniuses when it comes to computers and social media. So let's say you go on vacation, you have your camera, because you haven't got, you know, so technologically savvy that you can take all pictures on your cell phone, like some people, or an iPad. So you have your camera, it's digital, you've taken all these pictures, and you have on your to-do list to put the pictures uh, from the camera on Facebook. Now it takes you forever to do it, because you're sorting, you're enjoying, you're why not allow your 13-year-old nephew or son or niece say, hey, you know, can you support me by just putting these on a folder in, um, on the computer and I'll sort, either sort them later or, hey, whatever it is, just upload it to my Facebook and put it in a place where I can only I have access to see it and I'll do it at that time. Hello, off my list, not something I need to worry about. It's done. So, And so our last tip, around this is to look at accountability. Accountability is finding someone like your person who you either ask for support from to help you accomplish a task or somebody that you're saying, hey, I want you to remind me that I set this amazing goal for myself because every once in a while I really need encouragement to do that. 
It makes me feel horrible to ask you this, but I know that asking you now is going to save me so much more time in the long run. Will you hold me accountable? Mm. When we use this for our daily tasks, for our weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly tasks, we're going to move decades at a time rather than day by day. We're going to learn to live in our genius and in our greatness. We're going to understand that that to-do list is actually tied to our great assignment, our divine assignment in the world. You're going to completely look at going to the grocery store different. So I'm hoping that that was helpful for the listeners. I'm hoping that that gave you insight in really looking at how to prioritize and make your schedule such so that you get things done, you get them accomplished, you can mark it off as done, and you understand how it connects to what you need to do in the world. Let's go through the list from one to seven just to recap. Yes. So one, brain dump. Two, sort it. Three, prioritize. Four, reset. And remember, reset means celebrate your wins and what you need to move. Reprioritize, delegate, and number seven is accountability. Mm. I'm going to reserve the privilege of having you come back because I do think that this is an ongoing, expansive conversation that when you start with this part, that other questions are going to come up. It's like for myself, the one thing I've always questioned is prioritizing because everything seems so important. And maybe the the word is for me would be urgency. You know, what needs to be done by ten o'clock? That's how I have to prioritize. Otherwise, I mean, everything I do seems equally important. And that's because it is. I think that's where we sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry. You said we want to come back and talk about this. But can I just say this really quickly since you brought it up? I'm we don't have time, time limits, sister. It's only okay. we only have time limits on what we have to do. <laughs> That sounds good. We'll talk about it another time. But it seems urgent, and it seems important, but it is important, but it's not always urgent. So Mm. thank you for giving me that time and the honor to share with your audience um, today, and I'm so grateful for it. I do not take it lightly. I know how important it is to you to bring um, information that is relevant, timely, and effective for your audience. So thank you for that. Um, you know, I I think it's important when you're trying to do something, first of all, as you, as you said it, is to go to people who are experts in it and people who are successful in it. Let those people be your guide. Be careful who you get your advice from. You know, watch the people that you're around and you're, you know, I'm going to say it again, who you're getting your advice from because sometimes they really don't know what's in your best interest and what works for them doesn't necessarily work for you. Absolutely the truth. Absolutely the truth. So you settle on the best part. You take what you need, actualize it. Some of us, you know, we just gather information and we do nothing with it. There's a gap between education and actualization. We want to get to actualization. We want the bridge. And and I want to I want to close on this note. When you talked about accountability, and it's an, an interesting how that's the seventh, um, the seventh process or the seventh step. Um, the 30-day plan I was talking about earlier, I started it many times, and I'm I'm honest in what I say. I, I get into it, I get my pad, and I, I write everything down, and then something 
major will happen. And I call them the distractors. Even They're important, but they're distractors. They come along, and these things come along in your world, in your space, and it just takes your mind, your focus away from what you need to do, what you're supposed to be doing for that day. And sometimes the distractions go on for days and days and days, and then you'll look back and you're like, I'm on a 30-day pad, and six days have passed, and I have not addressed my plan. So what do I do? Okay, now I have to start all over again. So for me, it's learning how to battle, (laughs) and I mean battle, those distractors so that they don't take my mind away from what I have to focus on for that moment. Mhm. Beautiful. Absolutely. And you're not the only one. I'm raising my hand. You're not by yourself. But there are and ways for us to make sure we do that. Mm-hmm. That's where the brain dump comes comes in handy. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I thank you so much for your time, and I'm going to ask you to come back a little time, a little bit before April, to give our listening audience some time to prepare and get to that part of the Cure conference. What's the dates again? The dates for the conference will be April 11th through the 13th. Okay, and give the website out and your Twitter and your Facebook so people can join you. Absolutely. So our Twitter page is at HWHN. You can find us there. That's also our um, our Instagram tag, so it's HWHN Inc. on Instagram. And then if you want to find us on Facebook, either put in Heal a Woman to Heal a Nation or just put in Part of the Hmm. Well, this is Sister Rafika. I want to thank um, Sadat again for helping us with the healthy tip of the day and my engineer, Brother James. Um, We also have uh, some other shows coming on our network, so stay tuned. Go to our website, www.thekeys107.com, and check us out. Um, This is our Get Your Life Together series. We're going to have a segment on meditation coming up. We're going to have a segment on preparing yourself for your transition. What do you need to do? You can't act like you're not going to die because all of us will die. So are you prepared? That's going to be a heavy show coming up. So this is Sister Rafika. On behalf of my co-host, Brother James, and the Keys 107 Network, good night. The keys, unlocking the doors to unlimited possibilities. Thank you for listening to the Keys 107 flagship show on Blog Talk Radio. Join our Facebook group page, The Keys, opening doors to endless possibilities. Follow us on Twitter at The Keys 107 and email us with suggestions or questions at suggestion at sign the keys 107 network.com and don't forget to visit our webpage the keys 107 network.com remember our focus is on the seven keys to love peace and happiness so if the keys 107 network isn't on your blog talk radio then your blog talk radio isn't really on I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe.
find the love that we love I believe there's a dream we can share To have peace in our time But it starts in our hearts Love is what we own Love is what we praying for And God is watching over us To release salvation when we say these words We will win Though we fall Love will give us strength and make us carry on I believe That the wars we now fight will one day be over. We'll live in peace. I believe that we'll all sing one song. Love will be our lead and we'll march to freedom. Love is what we all need. Love is what we pray for. over us to release salvation when we say these words I do believe we will win though we fall love will give us strength and make us carry on I believe we will win love will make us carry Unlocking the doors to unlimited possibilities. 